Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Today we are moving forward in Paul's look at how the gospel of Jesus impacts our closest relationships. So far, he has talked about marriage, speaking both to wives and husbands, and he mentioned how we should see each other or treat each other. Now, in the next couple verses, he is transitioning from marriage, husbands and wives, to parents and children. And he's going to call both children and then parents to a specific way of relating to each other based on our union with Christ. But what I want to do in this episode is a little detour from just studying the verse. I do want to look at the verse, but I mostly want in this episode to spend time examining the implications from this verse being in the Bible. Meaning, what can we gain just from the fact that this verse is in the Bible? And then, next episode, we will study the actual verse and what it is saying. So, in this episode, I want to show what it means for us that this verse is here in the Bible given to children. So, let me read the verse and then I'll explain a little bit more of what I mean by that. This is Colossians 3 verse 20. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. So, similar to how Paul spoke directly to wives and then directly to husbands, he now speaks directly to children. And he says that life in Christ means something for how children behave and live. And he gives a clear and direct call to children. Which prompts me to say, before we get to the call for children, I want to do this episode to specifically speak to parents but then really all of us. You see, first of all, I do recognize that probably no children are consistently listening to this podcast. So my audience is adults, and I want to gear that towards you, the listener, and probably many of whom uh, are parents or will be parents someday. But second, I do think the reality that Paul speaks directly to children means something for us. So let me give you two practical takeaways simply to the reality that this verse is in the Bible. First, Paul is speaking and commanding children to do something. One thing we need to take away from this is that you need to believe that your children need direction, discipline, instruction, and training. Paul is giving them clear instructions for how to live and reasons why. That means your children don't need unfiltered independence or ultimate freedom to make their own decisions. Children need direction. And while that has pretty universally been believed and acted upon historically, honestly, that reality is under attack a bit in our culture. The idea of clear direction, instruction, and especially discipline is a hot topic for many today. There are many who believe children need freedom to choose, Freedom from your viewpoints as their parents, your worldviews, and they need freedom to be independent. That is not Paul's belief. Children, he says, need direction and instruction. But second, Paul is giving children this command, which I think means that he believes they can do it. 
which means that as a parent, you need to believe your children can be responsible and aware enough to receive such training. Now, obviously, there's a line, and you have to engage them at an age-appropriate level. But some might think that children are too little or undeveloped to truly be able to live out commands, and so we'll just wait to do that later. We don't believe that they can grow and learn and be led into greater obedience today. Paul doesn't think that, apparently. He doesn't waste words or write without belief. If he is calling children to something, I'm convinced he thinks they can do it. So overall, parents, take your cues from Paul here. Believe that your kids need direction and instruction. They can't just do whatever they want. And that direction and instruction will actually cause growth and health in them. They are not too weak or too fragile for your direction and instruction. They need it. You know, probably four years ago or so now, I watched a video of a child psychologist or something like that doing an interview on a major news station. And the reason I saw it was because the person being interviewed was pushing hard that parents should never do anything to their children that was against that child's wishes. Which, off the bat, doesn't sound horrible, maybe. But then the interviewer kind of pressed. And I remember the interviewer asking her, you can't believe that a parent should never get their kids to do something against their wishes. And probably feeling a little pressed, it seemed as if she kind of dug in her heels. Whether she believed it or not, but the psychologist began giving examples. A parent should not change a child's diaper if the child doesn't give them permission first. A parent should not put the child to bed if they did not want to go to bed. A parent should not have the child eat what the child is refusing to eat. And on and on it went. Now, you don't have to be a parent to see that is not going to be a good strategy. If you only gave a two-year-old what a two-year-old wants... That would be horrible. A two-year-old literally almost always wants what they should not have and does not want the things they need to have. That is horrible advice. And the fact that Paul has this verse in his letter shows honor to children and their ability to grow and learn and make choices, as well as the reality that they do need to be instructed. It honors children because they can respond to instruction. But it also shows, just like for adults, their need for instruction. This must also be our view as Christian parents. Kids don't need to be coddled or given ultimate freedom or independence. They need to be led, instructed, directed, and disciplined. Do we need wisdom in how to instruct and what direction to point them in and how to do discipline? Absolutely. But the need for wisdom and discernment does not negate the overall view of children that we must have. So, how do we view children? Children are disciples to be made into the image of Jesus. That is not oppressive or you pushing your beliefs on them. That is your responsibility as their parent. Just like any other disciple, that takes submission obedience, teaching, instruction, discipline, and guidance. Children are not too little, too small, or too young to start that process. All children are to be made into disciples of Jesus. Now, you can start right now. 
Don't fear or be insecure. They need it. And if you do carry this view of children, I think you will give both the needed discipline and structure to that child to thrive and also honor and respect that that child deserves. And I think you'll set them up for the best possible circumstance to be saved by Jesus, hidden in Jesus, and then grown into the image of Jesus. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.